and blessings to all the kings and queens worldwide. This is DJ Vassetti, reporting live from Speaking Quilly, here with Juju the model. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? And welcome to another episode of Speaking Queerly. You heard my girl, DJ Vassetti. That was a great intro, Vassette. I loved it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate. No problem. I am Juju the model, and I appreciate each and one of you guys for tuning in today. Um, we are recording this episode remotely because DJ Versetti is international. She has that international lifestyle, and <laughs> she left New York City. She was like, "I'm out." I had to, yo. I had to fucking go. I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Where'd you end up? I ended up down south. Ooh, it's lit. Yeah. Everything's open, fucking What really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Southerners are uh, of a different so cloth. So for people, you know, people listening that are not in New York City, uh New York City right now is pretty much on lockdown. You only go out to uh get your food, get, you know, essentials and that's it. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was when I was there, I was actually going to the park and exercising and getting some sun. But I was making sure I was practicing social distancing and keeping my distance from uh, the public. That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I couldn't take it anymore. Do I had to I had to make moves, and I did. I freaking just did it like out the whim, three o'clock in the morning type shit. Took well, when eye. you can, why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? That's right. So today, I'm, well, I'm home. I'm doing nothing. I've been working. Um, I'm here behind the, the engineer board, steering the ship. For our episode today, we're talking about failures and losses. And I know this is going to be a really good episode because I had so many. So this is going to just be so much content I don't know about you, Rosetti. Uh, I'm sure you had some, but as successful as you are, you know, it makes me doubtful. <laughs> we will see. Well, well I'm going to tell you something. Uh, when it comes to to success, uh, it takes a lot of sometimes failure to achieve that success. So I, believe I, have, that. I have a bit I have a bit as well to share. Okay. Why don't you well, start it off you? then? How's, oh. how's, uh, how's life? Everything good? You know what? I couldn't Overall? be happier. I mean, I could be, right? <laughs> Only because I want more. But that's like what's driving me to continue. Mm. Um, however, I am happy. I can't say I'm not. I've, I've been, I'm super blessed. I have a lot of things to be grateful for. There you go. But and you know, that's I the still key. want more. We talked about, that's right. We talked about it last last episode. Uh, the key to happiness is feeling grateful for your current uh, blessings. And what you said is key. Um, making sure that you continue to strive for more just to be better. You know what I mean? Just to elevate not only yourself, but the people around you. And in order to be 
able to take it to the next level, you have to fucking want more. You have to desire it. So I think you're on the right track. Thank you. (laughs) No, because, you know, you always get worried, especially me. Particularly, it's always my career. I have never had. um, It gets you worried? Oh, absolutely. All the time. I want more success. You shouldn't worry. You shouldn't worry. I'm going to tell you why. Because your, your thoughts are very powerful. So if you're spending time worrying about that, you're not using your thoughts to uh, attract what you want. Instead, it's like you're attracting the whatever it is that you're thinking about. So if you worry about your career, that's what, that's what you attract to your life. So what you need to do is the things that you want for your career, you have to really plan them. Like think about what you really want and come up with a solid plan set up some goals, two to three goals, and you start using your thoughts about how you're going to achieve those things. And you already like got to picture yourself achieving whatever it is that you want to do. See yourself there. Feel oh, yeah. grateful. I see it. Yo, feel grateful for being there. And I'm telling you, that's the, that's like the secret. That's how you attract it. And of course, put in the work. I don't think it's much of a secret. I think it's... No, but I'm saying that's uh, it's a figure of speech. Oh. <laughs> it's no, like the secret sorry. ingredient i got you i got you sorry so i'm like home sitting in the dark you know just like vibing off the lights from my engineer board and you know i'm sitting back with the with the with the ganja me i got a glass of rosé i got the pool and ah uh, what is the weather in the south madame um uh, like 80s that's great. Yeah, it's nice. Super sunny. Beautiful. That's great. The other day it was 60, but today it was, ugh, it's like 40, windy, and wet. Oh, wow. It's cool. I mean, I normally like it wet, but I hate, tomorrow, it, when I, I hate it when it's wet outside because the dog. Um, Tomorrow's going to be like 89 or 88, something like that. Shut up. Yeah. I don't and care. For like the rest of the week while I'm here, it's going to be sunny. Like sun, sun, sun all, Ooh, all so week. So great. Mm. Good for you. <laughs> I, I'm saying, though, let you, me enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. I truly do. Thank you, because you kind of sounded like a hater for a moment. Not at all. I hope not. I never hate. All right, let's baby. get it together. Focus. <laughs> um, I'm focused. Failure, losses. Yeah, uh, we were there. We were talking about um, me worrying about success and how that could kind of lead to some type of failure or not achieving the desired goal because I wasn't on the prize, essentially. Mm. It's more like we're, you know, on the failure. It's focused on the failure opposed to achieving. And I really appreciate that advice because I have have to be reminded because that's something I already know that's something that I have manifested and done you heard about that rule where you put something in front of your face like um I don't know you want to own a plane one day so you have like a a toy plane on your desk a realistic Uh, one or what have you and you you envision it all day or you want to be a manager of some sort and you 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 focus on that and you and you write it or what have you like you know the laws of attraction these things i know and you do put them into practice but every now and then you you lose sight you lose your, your eyes not on the prize anymore well i'm going to tell you okay. what happens a, what happens a lot of times is the following uh when people don't see the results right away they kind of lose 
that's when they lose the faith. Yes. Almost like working out. Perfect analogy there. People first couple weeks, they go off strong and then they'll be like, oh, you know what? I'm looking, stomach's looking flat. I can't afford to eat this, I don't know, piece of cake. And then before you know it, your gut's back. So, yeah, when people don't see the results right away, (laughs) a lot of times they just, you know, they give up. They stop doing whatever it is that, whatever the hard work um, they have to do. And, And that right there is why a lot of people are, most people don't achieve uh, their full potential. That's when you have to go even harder. You know what I mean? That's when you have to put in even more work. Um, we spoke about it. Remember last week about consistent effort? You have to be consistent with it. Consistency, I believe, is um, from experience one of the hardest mm. things to achieve. Because you always mean well and you always try your hardest. But doing it at a consistent level. You it's know, like somewhere other, you always fall short. Yes, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of times people allow their feelings, their their feelings to get the best of them and their thoughts to get the best of them. And they start getting into like a dark or I don't want to say dark, but just like a really funk where... It, it leads kind of like to yeah. depression, and I'm tell and I'm telling this from like personal experience and from what I've seen. So, uh, I you know I could say now I'm not one of those people. I do not fall in that category, but it took work. It took a lot of effort and uh, a certain uh, mentality to to snap out of it and really get out of that funk and become the person that I became. And what I encourage people to do is, you know, first it starts with your thoughts. All those negative thoughts, you have to, you have to delete them from, you know, from your brain. And it, it takes effort because even, even the thoughts, sometimes they just pop up, you know, because as humans, we think a thousand thoughts in, I don't know, a minute. And so it's, it's really hard sometimes to shift your thoughts to just be positive, but you have to do it. That's like, one of the first things I encourage people to do, change your way of thinking. Instead of feeling sorry for yourself, instead of feeling like, oh man, um, you know, I want to be here, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stuck here. Dude, just remember it's temporary and really, really start being just grateful for what you currently have and have a plan for where, you know, where you want to be, where you want to go and work towards it every day, work towards it. Even if it's just one hour, you're dedicating, you're investing to whatever it is, your desire, you're going to feel some sense of accomplishment because you're putting in work. It's just like going to the gym. When you go to the gym and you put in the work, even if it's just for one hour, but you really, really put in the effort that one hour, you feel some sort of uh, satisfaction. Like, yeah. Those are, those are endorphins. Yes. <laughs> Why you laugh? <laughs> because um, that's why they feel good. <laughs> Some somewhere I read that uh, it's better to put in one hour of of effort for whatever it is that you're working on versus ten hours of just thinking about it. Does thinking burn calories? It does, right? Because think about it: if you're thinking about something that you want to do. 
for like, say you spend half your day thinking about it. It's not going to lead you to actually getting closer to that goal. But if you put, even if it's just one hour of effort to fucking get to wherever it is that you want to get to, whatever that goal, that's more, way more than just thinking about it for like half the day. Because you didn't do nothing but think about it. No action. You know what I'm saying? Waste of time. And you got more done in that hour. I definitely got what you're saying. I'm here. I'm listening. And it's a great. You know, originally, go ahead. Tell me more. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I was going to say, originally, um, when you were talking about um, losses, I was thinking of the more of the physical form, how you deal with actually losing a person. Mm, That's something that I actually, uh, I could talk about because I experienced uh, the loss of a loved one at a very young age. Uh, my father passed away when I was, I believe, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, he was only 28. Wow, that's young. Passed. You're both, the, both of you. That's very young. Yeah, my, my dad was only 28 when he passed away. And, uh, you know, that, I mean, losing a, a parent, that's like kind of like a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a different and kind of loss, I feel. It is. And uh, I think because I lost, uh, my dad at such a young age, it kind of like made me grow this like extra layer of toughness when it comes to losses. So I noticed I don't react the same as everyone else. Like I've seen people get kind of devastated and like really lose it when, when like someone really close to them or their loved one. Yeah. That always I, like, I didn't like, I was enamored by it more because that never happens to me when something like that, you know, death in the family or what have you. I've never, I'm just kind of like very stoic. It, I, just, I don't even know if that's the right word. Just like quiet enough. Just observe here's it. The weird, here's the weird thing about me when, because uh, I've been experiencing a lot of death. That's why I have to leave New York City because there's just so many people that have passed away and I kind of just felt like, I needed to get away and just clear my energy and like, just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't feeling the vibe, but, um, I'll tell you this years after my, my dad passed away, uh, my best friend passed away, like the person that I was closest to on earth. Damn. And that right there, it hit me. Um, you know, I, I know I was saying that it kind of, you know, I, I, I grew this, extra layer of like toughness and i did but and it I, was you know, it was too quick but, in succession but maybe. that but that death right there of my best friend that one it really really hurt me and i was already in a dark like i was in a funk because remember what i was telling you about not feeling like i was living to my full potential and i wanted more in life and i was just like really focused on the negative instead of the positive so uh-huh. I was already going through that. And then on top of that, my best friend passes away. I'm talking about like my best friend in the whole world. Like Your that. support system. Yo, my best friend passes away. So at that point, I, I really became depressed because I allowed myself to become How depressed. long were you guys think, friends? Oh, since I was born. It was my grandma. Right, my right. grandma. Yeah, my grandma. She was my bestest friend. Like, 
very close to her. And um, when she passed away, it just it just added to like the the sadness that I already was feeling because of uh, not living to my full potential back you know back in the days. But I tell you something right now, if let's just say you know my grandma didn't pass away at that time period, and she passed away now, uh, I could tell you this much because of all the self-healing and uh, work I've done on myself to become who I am today, I definitely would not uh, react the way I did a few years ago. I would be sad, most definitely. I would cry, for sure. But I wouldn't dwell on it for, like, days and months like I did because uh, I was really allowing myself to just, like, kind of, like, spiral and 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 lose it in a sense where I didn't I didn't feel the desire to be on earth anymore. And that's oh, wow. sad. When you reach that point in life where you no longer desire to be alive, like you feel you have no reason to live anymore, that's like one of the lowest points you could reach in life. And I don't wish that on anyone cuz it's such a sad sad place to be. But the good thing is you could freaking snap out of it and you could freaking pull yourself out of there and you could become the person that you're meant to be and you can live to your full potential and really 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 achieve everything that you dream as long as you put in the work and you 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 stick to whatever your goals are and you work really hard really smart and also i say uh um surround yourself with the right people that's important too yeah absolutely because your friends they kind of like emulate who you are they they're basically a, a reflection of who you are the people you keep around you um their energies you consume it you become each other you consume each other in, in that aspect and if you know you surround yourselves with shitheads that like slack off all day you know you kind of we're gonna follow suit um, I definitely agree with that, and I think that's a hundred percent true. I've never, I didn't know um, that you under undergone depression like that. Um, you know, it was, it's crazy. It was really bad. It's crazy it seeing really how bad. positive and and happy and awesome you are. Uh, you would never think that, and I know that's you could say that about anybody. I mean, people are more than what they seem. There's levels to us, but humans, we onions. But I've never gone here's, through that, so it's just like um, I'm in. You're I'm, I'm com, kind of like confused by it. You know, the people that don't go through depression, they don't understand it, and that's true. Like you won't understand it until you're in it. And someone like myself on the outside looking at it, I just can't help but think like I know, and I'm gonna repeat this again. I know you can't help it and it's physically impossible to snap out of it, but that's what you think. Like, come on, well, snap too. Let's go out. Let's make you, you do something happy. You actually you actually can snap out of it. And I'm telling you, you can snap out of it. Yeah, but not I without work and like as you were saying and, and, and therapy and I some people use medicine. I don't know. Listen, everybody has their different ways of dealing with it, but I'm going to tell you, me personally, I didn't go to therapy. Uh, I did it, you know, I did it my own way. And the way I did it was first, I started reading. Remember I told you that book, The Four Agreements? Absolutely. That was the first thing. By Luis Miguel? Don Miguel Ruiz. Ah, fuck. <laughs> that was the first, that was the first, like, health 
um, self-help book I bought mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, I just, from there I took it to more books and I just started really investing in knowledge and, and self-improvement. I love those and, self-improvement books. I'm the same. And my thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, changing the way I think, uh, being very grateful for everything from, Yo, as simple as like the flushing toilet, the running water when you take a shower, mm-hmm. you know, things that we may take for granted because they're the norm. But when you go to other places in the world and you realize, wow, that's they not the it. norm, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. you really, really appreciate what you have. And uh, I started, you know, really applying that um, appreciation every day in my life. And most importantly, I started working towards what I wanted, what I truly wanted in life. Instead of just thinking about it and thinking, oh, it's just a dream. No, mm-hmm. I turned those dreams into reality with a plan, with goals, and most importantly, a fucking vision. You need to have a vision for your life. You can't go living on life thinking you're going to get to wherever you want to get if you don't, if you don't know where you're going. You need to really, really think about what is my purpose on on earth? Why am I here? I mean, I'm not going to talk to other people, but I will say this. I believe our purpose, every human being's purpose on earth is to make the world a better place and to make the human race better. Simple. Let me ask That's you, what, have what? you ever seen the movie and this is going to seem unrelated but it, it my my mind works crazy people have you ever seen the movie arrival nah damn yeah i don't really get to watch movies like that although you're I too love busy them. see what's the name of I'm the watching, movie again? i'm watching too many movies that's my problem that's why i'm not successful <laughs> um arrival <laughs> arrival with amy adams and jeremy rickens rickens i can't should i check it out well, yeah, it was. I think it was Should nominated for an out? Oscar. I think it was nominated for an Oscar. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Don't fact check me, people. But essentially, oops, excuse me. Um, it was about like. It doesn't matter because you didn't see it. I can't go there. Uh, but, I was hoping but do you, you did. Do you want us to watch it? Like us? When I say us, I mean the viewers and I. Well, yeah. I mean the listeners a, and I. It's a. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. It's about like um, species connecting and uh, human uh, extraterrestrials. <laughs> so funny, aliens what giving humans a gift. What made you think about this movie? What, what was it that made you think about this movie that you brought it up? It was something you said, and now I can't remember about our about our purpose <laughs> being yes. to make the world a better place. Yes, making a better a world a better place because these essential. Thank you, yo, you're awesome. Because I almost lost it because the aliens basically came to give humanity a gift to save them. this is why we do not do drugs. What well, shush <laughs> shush? Had a long day. <laughs> I'm, I kid, I kid, I've been, I'm been, I'm gonna be, I've been alone for two days. It. It's, Why you know, you been alone for two days? Um. Because I'm alone. No one's here but me and my dog. Where's wifey? She went to her parents in Brooklyn. Ah, spending time with the parents. Mm-hmm. You miss her? I mean. 
<laughs> well, you yeah. guys live together. I mean, like, yeah, guys, but this is, guys, uh, we've been in quarantine for th- four weeks, so like two yeah, days away, I mean, little... but yeah, I have been going a little a... nutty talking, like, I don't have any, nobody's, I'm talking to the dog all day, talking to the plants. I mean, they're great, all of them, and the fish. But, oh, you've been uh, working from home today? Yeah, I've been working from home too, so it's kind of, nice. you know, it gets a little cabin fever nutty in here and you know my mom is fucking it's going my mind is going but that was my point and thank you for bringing it back full circle because i almost lost it that was my point like um making humanity better that's what you said and that first of all the movie is amazing but um it makes you think but that that was my point like aliens brought a gift to humanity because you know sharing is caring essentially Arrival. We gotta watch it. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a different breed, people. I'm 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 the one. No, but I love it that <laughs> I love it that we're so different because uh you love to watch movies, which I do too, but I don't get the chance to watch them. So whenever mm. you do bring up a movie, you know, I actually write it down so that when I have a spare moment or whatever, a I'm word? gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna start making yeah. lists for you then. Um yes. because I have a. Uh, well, when we could go to the movies, you know, back when, when we were allowed to roam freely. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the movies. <laughs> They're going to be like, movie theater's think... done. Everybody just stream. I think if anything, it'll be like the IPIC theater where there's space, like, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where tickets feet, are like, you know, $60 Where tickets to are like movie. $40, yeah. $50. Yeah, I think it'll be like that. But I don't think it'll ever be like close proximity the way it's been for all these years. I think Have you been to the Alamo Draft House? How house anywhere? Nah. No, uh-uh. that's another like. I mean, you're not as you're close, but you're not as close. But um, you know they they have like waiting service during the movie and stuff to give you food and. I only do I pick. Only do I pick? I'm done with yeah. you. So I my don't point. Do regular movie theater. Okay. Or or I'll do someone's home that has a movie theater. I'll do like that, a but... like a, a theater like a home theater. All right. I'm, yeah. I, <laughs> you have standards i see uh no judgment there um but what i was i was gonna say i had the amc like stubs hub members thing you know you know no 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 plug for them but essentially i could see movies i pay like 20 bucks a month and i could just see as many movies as i want a month i mean it's three three a week but i'm gonna tell you something one day you will have a movie theater in your home i need one for as many (laughs) movies as i watch and I love the whole experience. Like, I have to have the snacks, yeah. and Yo, that's like the too. one time I'll cheat. That's the one time I'll eat Versetti. That well, is the. Tell me. Tell like, me I know snack. you were talking about how I don't eat, but the one time I will eat is if I'm no, watching a movie. Guys, he doesn't eat. I, I, I asked her. I asked, I asked I her for some. I asked her for some like health tips because what are, for those that don't know, <laughs> for those that don't know, Jew is very into like health and fitness. Uh, and when I found out that she used to be a trainer, I said, oh, I'm going to ask her a few questions. For some tips. So here I, am, here I am asking a few questions. Yo, she truly told me, don't eat. I'm like, yep, I know it. Because <laughs> whenever we go out to eat, I swear she has like one taco. And I'm like stuffing my face, nachos, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this girl eats like one taco, but she does indulge in drinking. But that's um, what I was I gonna that's... say. It's because I'll have like three cocktails, so I can't, <laughs> I can't eat like yeah. a bunch of tacos too. I gotta, you know, I gotta weigh it out. So, and I say cocktails. I don't drink so... cocktails, beer. But um, 
you know I was being sarcastic. You do have to eat. <laughs> don't take that because people will be like, oh, well, Juju the model said, nah. you know, she's certified. So she said not I to actually, eat. People are going to be passing on the street cursing me. Nah, nah, listen. Nah. I actually took it as uh, you just have to make sure you, you portion. Like, don't don't yeah. over don't overeat. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And that's people's, that's everybody's problem that are trying to lose weight, essentially. Like, that's what everybody struggles with is just the they eating. don't. Yeah, they eat more than they burn. They eat more than they burn. Like you're burning calories, you're working out. That's great and all. But if you eat more than you burn, you're healthy, sure. But you won't get the desired um, pounds, you know, weight that you'd like. What what do they weigh themselves? It's not pounds. What is it, kilogram? How do people weigh themselves overseas? (laughs) Uh, Kilos. Kilos, there you go. Pounds and kilos. Because we worldwide, baby. We That's international. Right. Woo! International. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going thank on you. over there? Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it sounds like the Holy Spirit went through you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm, you know, I got my eye on the prize. I like I'm visualizing. That. You got to remember these rules. I feel like you should have like a post-it somewhere that you see it every day because or I, especially myself, I feel like that's good advice because I don't remember these things. And you know, you've been you maybe, hear it a hundred um, times. Maybe I'll write a book. Writing a book's good. I'm writing a book currently. Oh yeah? Yeah, but it's more of on the erotica tip, not no self help deal. I don't I feel like those are two opposites. But I feel like erotica is, you know, it could help people. I like erotica. It's um, I wanna know more about this book. <laughs> so check it. Oh my god, I sound like you. So listen to this. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've been, I've been working on this book for quite, uh, quite a while. And it's because I find that, you know, I'm juggling a lot of things. I have a full-time job. I have a full-time relationship. I have pets. I have a full-time podcast. Uh, the, the list goes on. And so where I find the time, I write. So I've been working on this book for years, essentially. That's my point. Um, but I just also like to point out a lot of authors work on their books for years. Uh, Stephanie Myers, the author of Twilight. Mm. raising a family she wrote it in between wherever she could find time between the kids you know wants and needs and husbands so she gives me faith because i love those books i I most definitely (laughs) have faith that you're going to complete this book and this book is going to be a fucking success so this is what i was going to tell you the um carmen story long island she's in the book and then i tell you about the sesc the more in detail of the sex capade like the actual hookup where I just brushed through it in the story just to tell you the drama. So this, uh-huh. it's like a whole chapter of the madness. But then, bam, is like Zane style, awesome sex description. Oh, descriptive, wow. you know, so erotica. So is- it's like a gay, it's about, it's, it's, um, true stories about my sexual ex- escapades, essentially. Oh, that's dope. I love it. I know. And, and people say they love the idea, but you know, after a while, they're like, shh. You've been talking about this for years. I'm like, one day, motherfuckers, one day. How I'm much you got it. done already? I got, I don't know. That this, is, this, is my, this is my problem here. I don't know if I want it to be like a series of short stories or get more elaborate, elaborate with it and make it a, 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 growth, a growth story about myself. Like learning myself and who I am I think through it these be people. Stories. I think it should be stories. So that you could then come out with volume two, volume three, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I hear you there. 
but essentially I'm, I'm writing thinking, like two versions of the same thing because I don't know where I want to go with it. So that's where I'm at right now. So it's like, and then it, it'll process, be dope I guess. to then when you, when you start doing the other volumes where you now get stories from others and you're, you're, you're pretty much like, you know, telling their story. Mm. Yeah. It'll be like, cool. it'll be like, the whatever. I want to talk about um, love losses since we're talking about like, you know, Mm, now that's something that we both uh have experienced in our lives i have up until okay (laughs) i was gonna say up until i met my now current loving girlfriend i had a one that got away scenario Mm. Uh, and i say had because once i i met my current girlfriend uh, i didn't feel that way anymore i was like oh you're the one you're the one i was supposed to be with you're the one I was supposed to don't rush me (laughs) the one I was supposed to be with I'm professing my undying love what if she listens to this I'm letting them know but regardless before before I met her um this particular female I don't know if I want to say female anymore that kind that sounds whatever a woman this particular woman I always felt was the one that got away um I don't I'd known her from a very young age, uh, high, high school, and we were friends and lovers for years, but we were never together. She was never my one and only. I was never her girlfriend. She was never my girlfriend, so to you guys speak. Met in so, high to, so to speak. Yeah, we met in high school. Why high school did you go to? Uh, LaGuardia. On Amsterdam in '66. Oh shit! You went to Laguardia. Yeah, you know the fame school. Would you go there for, for art or, um, or or music? I got accepted for vocal and art, and I chose vocal to be my major. No, oh, so she went to Laguardia too. Yes, she was. Art. And what did she? She was an art major. She was an art major. And so what happened? So essentially, we were just we met. And you know when you meet somebody, you're like, mm, that's it. I'm going to have her kind of thing. Oh, most definitely. So, yeah. I remember we met at a McDonald's on 72nd Street. I'll never forget it. And I was with somebody and she was with somebody. Like, we were with our girlfriends. And I'm, and we met each other and I was like, you know, I said, hey, or what have you. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'm getting that. Mm. And yeah. when you're young like that, you don't care. Oh my God, I was such a dog when I was younger. Yeah, I was, I was, I mean, I was inconsiderate. I wouldn't, I wasn't mean or, you know, an asshole, but um, they would call me a, I guess I'd be a fuck boy now because there wasn't fuck boys back then. That's a new term. (laughs) So I guess I'd be called a fuck boy. But at the same time, I wasn't a dick to the people and the women I was with. I was just inconsiderate to their feelings by being with other people, I guess. No, I I know essentially but so we fooled around with each other while somebody was involved whether I was involved or she was involved we would basically cheat with each other um we never seemed to be single together and when we wouldn't cheat we were just great friends you know we got along we hung out we talked to each other we tell each other each other um our 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 quarrels or issues with our lovers and what have you and you know it's just always bad timing. Like, uh, you hear that shit in movies, but it was literally 
horrible timing with us all the time. And it's when we did got together, it was just, it was always great. And like I said, I was just felt like, Oh, what happened? What was the final, you know, the final, the end, the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess, what have you was she got married and they kind of like, stopped everything i mean it was before she got married it trickled because clearly you're getting seriously serious with somebody and you know these are over a course of years this is like some dawson's creek uh, james why didn't you ever Katie home shit why? like from young to old to teen, to young adults what type of shit june why didn't you ever get serious with this girl i'm just curious um distractions and by distractions other women Ah, I see. But that's why I was saying it was just always bad timing. We were always with somebody else. Somebody was always involved with somebody else. Like, if I wasn't involved with somebody else, she was involved with somebody else. And it made things complicated. So, like, you know, I guess what we should have done is, like, and uh, waited for each other. But it was like we never, neither of us never took the effort to wait for each other. So, yeah, so which I also like, makes like you realize, you know, I mean, as I'm older and I look back on it, it wasn't meant to be. But... I didn't think of that at the time and just I always thought she was the one that got away especially when she told me she was getting married I was like oh it's that's it it's nah there's always a divorce you know what I mean but like and then I met was she getting married to a woman or was she getting married to a man she got married to a woman oh wow Mm -hmm. she's married Mm -hmm. oh wow (laughs) I gotta make that a fucking sound bit Oh, wow. What, my wow? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. Well, let me tell you about my loss so that I could probably shed some type of uh, inspiration to people. So I was with someone for six years, and I felt like this was the one. And I was deeply in love with this person. Uh, at one point, I thought I loved her more than anybody else I've ever loved in my life. And yeah, I know like three women I were- like that. <laughs> This now, nah, this was the only one that I had felt that kind of love for, like that strong love. I mean, let me ask you. It was it was unconditional love, uh-huh. right? All right, but let me ask and, you. Uh, how many uh, how many loves have you had? I, I I picture you as um like only having like one true love. I don't know why. I feel like you're an old school romantic. <laughs> I sure am. I am not the player type. I am not the type to uh uh you know like. Like kind of like the opposite of how you were. I like how you that's, said you were. Cause I'm not like that yeah. anymore. But that you know, what, like, that's you know, definitely romantic. Uh-huh. And I just like, like my girlfriend's my queen, my everything type of thing. And I just like really go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. But um, check it. This uh, you know, this one specific relationship, the one that I was, you know, I was with her for six years, and I was deeply in love with her. Uh, I remember like towards like maybe halfway of the relationship, I started really growing in my career and I wasn't able to be with her as much as when uh, we first, you know, got together. So like the first half of the relationship was banging. It was dope. And not to say that the rest of the relationship wasn't, but it just, we had our issues and the issue, the it main set a precedent was, for the rest of the relationship though. It was like, that was the high point. And like, not that everything wasn't good, but it wasn't as great. You know, it, it pretty much she wasn't happy that I wasn't around as much and I didn't give her the attention that 
she wanted. Oh, but that was later. And, but that was later. Yeah, this is towards the last three years of the relationship. Okay. So she gave me many warnings about how she felt. Mm-hmm. And I thought in my head what I was doing was the right thing, was focused on my career and, like, really, really working hard to build this strong foundation in so the that future when we other. get married uh-huh. and we... And, you know, when we get married and we take it to that level, she doesn't have to work. You know, she could take care of the kids, raise them, blah, blah, blah. So that was my mentality. Fucking work hard now so that you can have fun later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, little did I realize I was losing my girl. And I ended up, you know, I ended up losing her. She she broke up with me. Uh, She got with somebody else, like, immediately. And mm. I was, and I was brokenhearted. And... I remember at that point, uh, that's when I was going through the whole, like, depression and had lost my best friend and didn't feel I was living to my full potential. And then on top of that, the you know, the person that I felt was the love of my life mm-hmm. fucking leaves me. So it was just, like, back and then, to back. Losses. And it's not that she left you. Like, like leaving you alone would have been, you know, bad enough, you know, bad enough. But then on top of that, she, like, already was with somebody else. That was how to... Is it like she was cheating on you or it was just like coincidence? That's crazy. I think Regardless, they already, I yeah. think they were already talking and she left me so that she could actually, you know, pursue it. Do what she wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that. um it just it just was like loss after loss after loss. I, I took fucking hits and at one point, you know, remember I told you I felt like I, I lost the desire of even wanting to live and it was just because it was just so many freaking losses and back to back yeah the, mm. and i reached that point of like yo enough is enough like i seriously reached that point where i was tired of being sad i was tired of feeling the way i was feeling like you know in that funk and that's when i decided yo you need to snap out of it and i prayed i prayed so hard like I cried. I freaking let it all out. I really, really, really poured my heart out. And I freaking, yo, I just asked, yo, God, please help me. Help me get out of this. And I I don't know how I came across that book, but I came across the four agreements. Mm-hmm. And then after the four agreements, that kind of like I pulled you out of the slump. Starter. Yeah. Kicked you in the that ass. That was the yeah. kickstarter to fucking start with the whole self-improvement um, path. And I really, really, really just started putting in the work and in, in, in working on myself. And it's the best thing that you can do when you start to really, really develop this like love relationship with yourself and you put yourself first and you take care of yourself and you focus on yourself and you love yourself more than anybody else in this world. I guarantee you, my friends, everything will fall into place. Everything. From love life, career, you name it, it will all fall into place. You just have to focus on yourself. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I felt at one point, I felt like when it comes to, you know, the whole love um, situation, like loss, Mm -hmm. you know, I felt at that point I would never get over it. But I did. I got over it. That was your, would you say that was your greatest love loss, that, that relationship? That you told us about just now, or yeah, for mm. sure. Um, but like I said, I got over it. Not homegirl that stabbed the pencil in your hand, right? Now nah, she didn't deserve I, all those feelings. Now you know, 
uh, I'm seeing someone that I really, really like, and I'm excited. Like, I'm excited about the future. I'm really excited about, um, I'm just excited Her about quarantine. Your quarantine boo? Is that who you talk about? You talk about your quarantine boo? She's yeah, not are. my boo, and she's definitely not my quarantine boo. This is someone that I'm seriously, like, getting to know, and I told her I want to know everything You know what the her. fuck I mean. And I call it a quarantine boo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's quarantine all good. boo sounds like so mediocre. It sounds like booty. It sounds like booty calls. Let me tell you, I haven't even gotten one kiss. How about that? Well, it's quarantine. I hope you wouldn't. Don't be kissing people. All right. You better wait. Well, I'm not kissing people. I good. just want to kiss one you person. You know what I'm... You, you better... Not that one person. No kissing. No I'm kissing hating. during quarantine. Yeah, but we're quarantined together. Yeah. It's different. Let me let me quarantine together. Now, let me stop. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's such, that's such like I a, could just a, imagine a stereotypical things that a, a freaking that full, like that's such a lesbian stereotype. What you meet someone and like freaking a week later you moving in. Mm, but you told me it's you said it's it's true. Stereotypes come from somewhere and they come from like. No, but I'm 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 going really slow with this one. I'm really really putting in work. That's and good. I'm it's I'm good because really you should make wise decisions with the people you spend your life with. You know, um, it really takes time to get to know somebody, and she you should never jump into things. Um, unfortunately, I do know a lot of lesbians specifically that um move really really fast, and you know stereotypes are based on a grain of truth, and. To use them extent. to make you know make it easier to understand you know the lives of these types of people but um not everybody does it you know what i mean not all lesbians do that i didn't for i hope you won't i mean you know, straight people hetero heteros heteros you heteros out there i wonder if you heteros are listening because i feel like this is also like a self-help podcast along with you know <laughs> having some fun and you know just speaking freely and queerly to all my you know awesome open people what what did you say nothing so it's um, never nothing it's everything what is it good is not good enough uh do you want to talk about any other losses um career uh, perhaps i lost my keys yo i'm so angry don't i don't even know how like for you to lose your for you to like find them i don't even know how i lost my keys i don't know but I went to the Rite Aid. Shout outs to Rite Aid. It's 24 hours in my neighborhood, um, even during the quarantine. And you can make a key there, at like a kiosk. And Oh, was, yeah, those are the best. What's dope is that they scan your fingerprint. You mean like, I don't, they, they take your oh, email, I guess. So they, they take my fingerprint. Identity? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm a veteran. They got my identity. I'm already in the books. <laughs> you know Hold what on. I mean? I did not know you are a veteran. Yeah, put a pin on that. We'll talk about it later. So you go to this kiosk and they scan your fingerprint, right? And then let's say you lose your key, you can go back to this kiosk and put your fingerprint and it'll print that key. Lit. That's pretty cool. Fucking lit. I was down. I Going was like, back to the, the whole veteran thing. You can have my oh, identity. Well. I need the keys. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, branch did you serve? Uh, Army Reservist. Dope. Um, Yo, yeah, some would say some would be like, "Ooh, you're a reservist." <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Shout out to everybody that is in, you know, in mm. the service, 
I appreciate everything that you guys do. I appreciate oh, each and every one of you. Uh, definitely, there's so much love. Um, I feel like it's when people are able to do that kind of service. I mean, they deserve way more. You know, what I didn't I mean? want to go to college, bro. That's what it really was. Like, I didn't want to feel like a loser because I often feel that way. Um, I wanted to feel productive and do something with my life. And my father was a jarhead, um, aka Marine, and. Um, I just, and my aunt also went to the army. So I just felt like, and my, and my uncle's wife was also in the army. So I just felt like, you know what, that was something to do that I could feel, feel proud of and, or what have you. It's dope, yo. It's, um, it's dope. Can I just tell you the, <laughs> the idiots what? I meet in the army? Like I met some really great people, but I've met some really dull knives. If <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I served eight years, and I and um, it was cool. I think everybody should serve in the military. You know how like other countries have they um, make you they, they make you, you for they force you yeah. for like two years of your life. I re- yeah. Some many people think I'm crazy, but I think they should incorporate that in America because I really think it makes better humans. You're you're stronger physically, mentally. You're 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 a team your work player. Ethic. You have good yeah. yeah. You have good integrity. Um, you're you're honest. You're loyal, and on top of that, they teach you. They teach you cleanliness. They teach you a trade. Like you learn shit. Like I don't. I don't want to sound like a PSA and a, and, a, and a recruiter here, but you know the military has its benefits. That's all I'm saying. One hundred percent. I agree, mm-hmm. and I think it. I agree with you that it should be something that's like mm-hmm. mandatory. But you know, a lot of people are not going to agree. And whatever. of course, Let's just- yeah. That it is but, what it is. We'll yeah. agree to disagree, as you like but to say. Anybody that you know, anybody that is in a line of work where they put their life on the line and they're serving others, I I, I respect and it's always like you know love because I think it takes a lot of courage to um, do that kind of work, and those people deserve respect and they deserve to be you know treated. I think, you know, to a certain a certain level. And unfortunately, we don't always see that in our society. And I think a lot of it has to do with sometimes, um, you know, the rotten apples from the bunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, because people overall, always see the bad before the good. Like, the, of course. like, look at the news, for instance, it's filled with a lot of negative shit. The good stuff is all the way at the end because you have to watch the whole program or just like even a boss, for instance, they don't sit there and tell you every day great job great job maybe Versetti does because she's an awesome manager and boss but like <laughs> other other managers and bosses they just tell you when you make a mistake they don't sit there and congratulate you on on a great job all the time right exactly you know that analogy uh, uh, ho- hopefully it helps you see the picture but this was um this was good we talked about a lot of failures we talked about a lot of different types of losses um your 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 spiel that uplifted it was Which uplifting spiel? in the beginning when you were talking about um how you how your loss made you basically become a phoenix and you were kind of reborn again after reading mm. a book and you just kind of like came out of your ashes and came out of your slump and really like told these people you gave them gems once again on how to like mm-hmm. pull them um themselves up by the fucking bootstraps essentially yeah, and that's what it's about. That's what, that forward. was your spiel. I didn't know what to call it. I was, um, you know, your um, hey, I didn't even your know motivational it was my spiel, speech. But I like it. No, nah, you were speaking <laughs> from the heart, and that's those are the best. Those are the best. Yes, sir. 
Um, so I definitely want to I want to say thank you once again to all of the essential workers, everyone that is in, <laughs> everyone that's out there, you know, just doing what Grinding, they do, helping, we appreciate saving you. lives. Uh, yeah, we really truly you know, do. Down to the Uber drivers, you guys are great. Everybody and everybody listening, we appreciate you. Much love, lots of blessings. Remember, go conquer. I hope we give you guys some ours. sort of exactly, and I hope we give you guys some sort of solace in this quarantine, especially if you're quarantined alone. I know it must be crazy. Um, I was quarantined only for two days alone, and I know that's just a blip, a drop in the bucket from what somebody that actually lives alone is, you know, going through. And it was just a taste, and uh, you know, stick, you know, hang out. Hang in there, excuse me. Stick it out. Hang in there, excuse me. Because yeah, I know it was rough. Kids, it was been rough why for we me. Don't do drugs. I shut up. It's not that. It's just because I stumble <laughs> over my no. words. I'm not. I'm not one of the greatest speakers, but I love to talk and I love so to you, speak. So and, you you telling me you 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 telling me you didn't you didn't smoke a little bit before this? You didn't you hear me when I answered the phone? I was high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I've been smoking a lot of. Yo, I went through a half a ounce in seven days. Oh wow! Yeah, because well, I'm I'm just here watching movies and playing video games and recording podcasts and I'm mellowed and chilled out. And um, thank you guys again for listening. Listen, if you guys want to hit us up, you can definitely email us at speakingqueerlyinfo at gmail You want to share some stories? Ask for some advice? We'll share it on the show. Hit us up and. Um, we'll definitely do that. It's going to be a good time. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at Speaking Queerly, and you can tweet us on Twitter at the Speaking Q. Follow DJ All right, folks. and me. All right, folks. Much Juju love, much blessings. Do your thing. Do. I'll see you next time. Okay. Yeah, man. Why you got somewhere to be? You were rushing. You were rushing me. <laughs> I hate when you rush me. <laughs> Oh man, you're a busy bad, girl. Bad. You're a busy girl. All right, guys, it's been real. You know I'm just, it. I'm just joshing you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys, take it easy. Peace, love, and blessings. Peace. Bye. Snap sirens.